Hi everyone, welcome back to this week's episode of Fat Chat. I'm Lori Boxer, Weight Nomad Diet Center. Good to be with you again. Uh, today I want to talk about uh, two cooking items that I discuss quite frequently with clients, especially, you know, when giving them cooking tips and tricks and talking about recipes, etc. The two items are sea salt and panko. When I start talking to new clients um, about the necessity of, you know, lowering their sodium, uh, we are a low sodium program, and to especially, you know, stop adding table salt uh, to their dinner plates. <laughs> Sometimes the look of panic and horror that often follows really it makes me laugh so many people are addicted to salt i mean so many by by just by rote response will reach for the salt shaker before they even taste their food and you know you know so at that point uh when i'm talking to them about to stop doing that you know the, the, uh, oftentimes the next question is well you know well what about sea salt um so first let me let me just address the subject of what the difference is between uh, sea salt versus table salt. Sea salt and table salt have, have the same basic nutritional value, you know, despite the fact that sea salt is often marketed, you know, uh, as food products will do, as a more natural and healthy alternative. I mean, the most notable differences between sea salt and table salt are in their taste, texture, and processing. Sea salt is produced through evaporation of ocean water or, or water from salt water lakes, usually, you know, with very little processing. And depending on the water source, this leaves behind certain trace minerals and elements. The minerals add flavor and color to sea salt, which also comes in a variety of levels of coarseness. Table salt is typically mined uh, from underground salt deposits Table salt is more heavily processed to eliminate uh, minerals and usually contains an additive to prevent clumping. Uh, most table salt also has added iodine, um, which is an essential nutrient that you know, helps maintain a healthy thyroid. Now, by weight, sea salt and table salt contain the same amount of sodium. People who are overweight are at an increased risk of developing high blood pressure and heart disease. You know, our clients know uh, that, and too many already have medical issues. Most over-consume salt in their diets, which intensifies the problems. Many don't realize that most of the sodium in their diet comes from the processed foods uh, that we all eat and not the table salt, uh, you know, that, that uh, we add to our cooking and to our meals. Additionally, Certain processed foods that you wouldn't think contain much sodium can in fact contain a lot of sodium. Regardless of which type of salt you know you prefer, it's, it's always best to limit uh, the total sodium uh, to less than 1,500 milligrams per day if you can keep it there. Less is better. Uh, now, there, you know, there's also sodium in much of what we eat, our meats, fish, poultry, etc. So when cooking, Try to avoid adding salt. Use pepper or herbs and spices, you know, unlimited instead. Now, next, I want to address the issue of uh, which is better, panko or regular breadcrumbs. This is also a question I get asked quite a lot. And to answer it, I want to begin with another question that I get asked. What exactly is panko? So let me just explain this to you. Sometimes in cooking, obviously, you know, a crispy, crunchy texture is a must, right? One of the most reliable ways to achieve that is to fry it. 
However, I don't want my client to eat something uh, deep fried, and I don't either. And no one wants to deal with a pot full of frying oil afterward. I mean, so the answer to this is panko, P-A-N-K-O. Panko is the Japanese word for, I mean, literally, uh, small pieces of bread. All right, there are two general types of panko uh, sold in the stores. White panko is made without crusts, and tan panko is made from the whole loaf, you know, bread and all. What makes panko special uh, is the texture, not the taste, the texture. What sets uh, panko apart from regular breadcrumbs is the processing. Okay, the bread is processed in such a way that the resulting panko looks like flakes rather than crumbs. And there's a difference. You know, just as all snowflakes are different, all panko crumbs are different as well. The flakiness means a much broader surface, a much broader surface area than regular bread crumbs. These, um, you know, irregularly shaped crumbs of bread have pointed ends, you know, like shards of broken glass. And what this means for your cooking is crispier coatings, crunchier toppings, and lighter end products, you know, depending upon how you use the panko. If you... If you dredge food in panko before frying, you will end up with a crisp, light fried coating. And this is because oil does not soak into panko as readily as it does into regular breadcrumbs. So you are left with a lighter, less greasy cooking. Try, um, you know, I always recommend, you know, try this with seafood or chicken. Uh, panko also gives great body to, uh, believe it or not, to stuffed artichokes. Now, by itself, plain panko has almost, you know, no flavor. Although they do come in a variety of flavors. I always get the plain. Um, this makes it the perfect, you know, blank canvas, so to speak. Um, panko readily soaks up other flavors uh, you know, from the seasonings or flavor within the food itself that you're cooking, as well as from whatever, you know, seasonings, herbs, spices that you toss with it. For chefs, um, three of the characteristics of panko that often uh, make them superior to the American-style breadcrumbs in many um, culinary applications are, as I previously mentioned, uh, number one, panko does not compact like breadcrumbs. Uh, and number two, grease doesn't soak into them. Uh, number three, panko has the least amount of sodium. I mean, using a, let, using a one quarter cup measurement, okay? One quarter cup measurement, 50 milligrams of sodium in panko versus 220 milligrams in plain breadcrumbs. The seasoned breadcrumbs, which people use most often, have even higher levels of sodium per half a cup. The reason why I suggest clients use panko in place of regular bread, you know, in place of regular breadcrumbs whenever possible isn't only because panko makes everything taste so great and contains less sodium, but also because you get more for the calorie buck. I mean, way more. A half a cup of, um, of most brands of, of panko, a half a cup of most brands equals 110 calories. A half a cup of most regular breadcrumbs Okay, plain breadcrumbs, not even the season, but a half a cup averages 200 calories. 
again, versus the 110 calories for a half a cup of um, most brands of panko. So um, I, I, you know, that's why I use panko only in my home and why I recommend it to my clients. And by the way, um, you know, before I end today, you know, you might find this piece of panko uh, history interesting. I know I did. Um, panko crumbs are not made with heat. Believe it or not, they are electrocuted. I know that sounds funny, but um, this came about because while the Japanese were at war with the Russians, they wanted to eat bread while out in the battlefield. And um, unable to bake the bread, obviously there were no ovens in the battlefield, uh, the Japanese soldiers used their tanks' batteries to quickly, you know, quote-unquote, bake their bread. And they discovered that the bread was extremely light and airy with very, very small air pockets. And this method, uh, excuse me, this method of using electric current uh, to bake bread um, with no brown crusts is how panko is still made today. So whether you're trying to lose weight um, or control your weight or you're just someone who, who likes to cook and uh, doesn't want to give up the crunch but is willing to give up some calories, use panko next time a recipe calls for breadcrumbs. And that, my friends, is my fat chat for today. If you have any questions or comments about this week's podcast, you can email me at info at fatchatpodcast.com. You can also message me on Twitter at listen to fat chat. That's listen, the number two, fat chat. And you, and you can keep up with all the good stuff that I provide to my clients uh, by visiting my website at weightnomoredietcenter.com. You can get there quicker by <laughs> going to laurieboxer.com uh, and take a look around. Uh, my Fat Chat podcasts and blog posts are issued weekly. My electronic newsletter is issued monthly. You can sign up to receive any or all of them uh, via email. Until next week, I'm Laurie Boxer, Weight No More Diet Center. And remember, nothing tastes as good as being slim feels. 